This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. This show is brought to you by IndieWrestling.us. Check out IWC, RWA, and more. And listeners like you, support this show at patreon.com slash wrestlingmayhemshow. Hey guys, it is the Indie Mayhem Show. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter here in the Sorgatron Media Studios in Pittsburgh, PA. And this is the show where we talk about people in and around independent professional wrestling. And uh, today that includes one of my colleagues here around uh, Sorgatron Media Psychic Media Services. And we'll get to that in a moment. But first, please go check out everything at IndieWrestling.us and WrestlingMayhemShow.com. The first is where you're going to find uh, a lot of this uh, uh, past episodes of this podcast, as well as a-, a lot of stuff with people that we talk about and talk to on the show and the action there at, at IndieWrestling.us on digital download and over at IndieWrestling.network on, on our streaming system that you can see everywhere on Roku and uh, every platform you can possibly think of, I think. I, it's a lot of places. It's a lot of places, and we're trying to get it to more. But anyways, in a Wrestling Mayhem Show, where you can find this and other great pro wrestling podcast, and you drop a slide at goodtimesatwrestlingmayhemshow.com and 412-206-WMS0. Uh, if you have uh, a topic for us to talk about for the roundtable or what we're doing today around social media or somebody we should talk to, please hit us up on any of those lines of communication or, of course, Mayhem Show on the Twitter or anywhere else. Uh, and uh, we're definitely looking to expand out and make sure we get everybody covered you know we we can only watch so much pro wrestling <laughs> and man are we putting be putting to we're being put to the test more and more with this every day my guest this week is a uh, friend of the show friend of the network friend 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 katie dudders is with us today hi, hi everyone call me dudders who are you today who am i i ask myself that every morning what day is it so i i having some scheduling issues because of some other stuff going on in the in our professional world here um and katie came to me and said hey let's talk about social media it's kind of what we do uh especially her uh and uh and, and first of all for those that don't know they, they don't see it to shows or anything i know you're talking with a lot of pro wrestlers these days um why the heck are we talking to you about this? Oh, gosh. Um, so my grown-up job, my full-time job, is I'm director of sales and marketing at ScareHouse. I also work Which, with... Which sounds great for a grown-up job. Yeah, my grown-up job is. <laughs> my full-time job is. Um, I also, on the side, I do a lot of work with uh, different niche marketing. I work with museums, uh, axe-throwing podcast yeah <laughs> again grown-up jobs grown-up jobs so it's uh that's my kind of specialty is working with a diff- different individual uh clients who are not necessarily your big corporate things but people trying to find their voices in these very independent levels and we were talking about a little before kind of a realization this working around and with some pro wrestlers has kind of circled you back to one of your original things that you you were getting into yes um so a lot of people i don't think know my educational background uh one of my well my first master's degree is in sport management i uh i want to mark there first first (laughs) master's degree first first i'm lucky i got out alive with a ba (laughs) i'm showing off look at me go (laughs) but um i've always been involved with sports i've well, I guess tall people, you do sports, but I've always had an interest or a passion for sports. And um, I was in a point in my life where there was a gap between when I graduated um, on my undergrad and then I went to grad school. And it just so happened that uh, my dad was an alum of Slipper Rock University and they started a master's program for sport management. And it was just like, this is a thing. I want to do this. Um, I 
I, I started to fall like really in love with sports and what it did for people and how it brought people together and just kind of, it, it had this amazing power um, to just do so many things with sports and to reach so many people. So I was like, I really wanted to schedule or kind of study. And whenever you do it, studying academically, it's sport management versus sports management, because you're looking at it from uh, a variety of different angles. Like I was, my classwork was in financing law, um, gosh, uh, marketing and sales. It was a whole gambit of things. So it was it was interesting after graduation trying to find a job when you have a, a master's degree in sport management because people think that you just kind of like you talked about basketball. I'm like, no, it was a little bit more than that. And then so while I was at Slippery Rock, one of the marketing classes, this is um kind of this, this is going to age me or date me a little bit here, but it wasn't social media wasn't what it was, what it is now. And I started following her name is, um, I'm going to blank out in her, Amy Martin. Uh, she was somebody who worked with the Phoenix Suns and she was one of the first kind of people to give a voice to a professional sports team. So this professional sports team, uh, Phoenix Suns was connecting with their customers in a way and their, their, their fans in a way that no one had seen before. Mm. They had given like a personality to a sports team. And I thought that was the coolest thing. And then this, how social media was able to connect you with sports and your favorite team or your favorite players because it humanized them. And I just, that that's where my passion for uh, social media and especially in like those niche markets kind of fell. And we've seen that, you know, WWE obviously, you know, was very famous to um, kind of say, hey, each wrestler is a brand. Mm -hmm. And this is, you know, something that we say all the time when we're talking to, to wrestlers on the indies that are still figuring this thing out is like, hey, you are a brand. You have to protect that, you know, as much in the ring as out uh, on all the all the platforms. Yeah. And I, I love what the WWE does. I, mm. I love what they do with social media. I love their connection with their fans. I love, I, I lucky enough to also have a job where I work at the arena part-time <laughs> on my other 15 jobs that I get to see the effect that the WWE has on their fans, adults, kids. It doesn't matter. It's you come into this world, you go to the arena and you're just like, you're in it. Mm. It's not something where you're, you're watching, you're part of this. You mm. are booing, you are cheering, you are passionate. And it is so interesting because we, we talk about so much on other parts of other shows about it's it is like you know, there's a sports management thing and then there's like theater character mm -hmm. social media. But then there's this like weird thing that happens with wrestling, as you guys know, know out there, or the wrestlers out there where like they're the wrestlers, but they communicate, and interact with people real. But they're still the wrestler when they're not on the stage that is in the ring, which is where the theater usually ends mm -hmm. in most cases. Um, so there's this weird, like, uh, the handbook is kind of still being written on this, mm -hmm. and it depends on uh, what kind of character you are, things going on, and, and we talk a lot about this, like, with each other and with the, with the guys out there and girls out there. Oh, yeah. And, and like you hit the nail on the head, you are a brand mm -hmm. and you are constantly representing this brand. No matter what you're doing, when you are this character, you are representing your own brand. Mm -hmm. So uh, you have a little bit. Of, you, you kind of have a list of things to talk about here. So I want to get into it here because we, we only have a set amount of time today. Uh, what do you want to touch on first here? Um, okay, so let's let's start with one of the big things. And this is I'm just going to kind of go over things that I'm seeing and maybe suggestions. Like this mm. is when we talk about social media and professional wrestling. This is not gospel. This is not for everybody. This is. You might just be like, no, I'm not willing to commit to this with my character. And that's totally or fine. it may not work for your character. Exactly. Yeah. 
and it's not something. And then if we, you know, we're going to talk about things that we think don't doesn't work or what you shouldn't be doing. And if you feel personally attacked, well, you should. But <laughs> but we will. We'll point out some things. Like I want to go over some things that like we're seeing and, and like some of the the what we're seeing as far as like what's working. Um, but yeah, like something I think one of the biggest things that I don't think people think about is when you if you want to do this, if you go big, how will that impact your social media? A great example of that is Facebook. And a person in particular, I'm going to pull up Sean Phoenix, um, was he, he had a, a, a regular person Facebook page. And, as uh, Sean Phoenix. As Sean Phoenix. Okay. And then everything blew up. And then suddenly he's got a limit of 5,000 friends. What mm-hmm. do you do? So then he had to create an athlete page and then move everybody over there. So if you're going to do this, just dive all in with, first of all, your athlete page and then your personal page. page. Plus, you're not putting yourself out there in personal information Mm -hmm. because people will find you. People will find your family. People will find your friends. They will track you down with Facebook. And even if you try to hide things, if they want to find it, they'll find it. But you want to make it kind of a challenge, I think, to Mm -hmm. kind of protect you. And then your your personal opinions. Absolutely. Um, Some have been uh, amazing to to kind of separate, um, like, there are some wrestlers that that manage their personal quote personal page under their name mm-hmm. so well. I didn't know what their real. I still don't know what some people's real names are that that we work with and have worked with for several yes. years, or that their sister, you know, family members and everything like that are so well protected. Mm-hmm. So it is like, hey. This is the world. Like you're able to create these interesting bubbles, you know, just like you watch walk into an arena, bingo hall, gymnasium, whatever, and then you walk into that world where you are X. Like you can create these kind of social bubbles online as well. And I, I think people forget about that. They think that they have to put everything out there, and then you can protect those personal parts of yourself that you don't want to put out there. Mm-hmm. And then, like like I, we talked about before, it's it's also what you put out there as your character versus what you're putting out there as your personal views. Um, you can have personal views. If you're willing, if it fits your character, go for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't, but if you're just putting things out there to just stir up the pot, don't. <laughs> yeah. I think that's one of the things is like people try to be quote unquote controversial. Yeah. And you can make that decision, but you got to go all in. And you yeah. got to, you got to own up. Um, there is a, uh, a fellow that we, uh, we followed here locally, uh, that um, uh, by the name of Justin Kanaki, you may like his readings if you go look him up. Um, but uh, storyteller w- w- works on that kind of su- stuff. Um, and uh, at one point, he was doing a social media talk, and um, and he was very frank about things. And and but the difference was, if he was to get to get called out by a client that looked at his thing, mm-hmm. he would own up to it. Mm-hmm. He may would put some tweets out there and bury it a little bit on Twitter where you could do something like that. But he was just like, yeah, it's a thing I said, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so, I, you know, don't put anything out that you can't back up mm-hmm. and if you are going to go that direction. Oh, and don't be a butt. I think that's like one of the number one <laughs> social media rules is don't be a butt. Don't yep. say things to be a jerk. Don't don't be a sexist, racist, any is. yes. Uh, out there because it's it's not it doesn't get uh, let's start throwing out this is not don't do it for heat it's not a thing you do you're mm-hmm. just looking like an asshat <laughs> when you're out there doing that right right and and uh it, and some people may throw out things there well this is okay to do an expat or an, uh, this uh, you know country or, or whatever mm-hmm. but remember you're not just in you know Kentucky or wherever where this works, mm-hmm. you know, or, or wherever that might be, or this town or, or whatever. Yeah, because depending on what territory you end up in, mm-hmm. the, depending on the promoter, 
you're you're gonna you want to kind of keep yourself open to a lot of different promotions and not just kind of pigeonhole yourself. If I can add something in there because mm-hmm. somebody else had had a conversation about this too. I think somebody uh, in a position mentioned something to them. Uh, remember, hey, if your goal, which a lot of you guys are there, you know, I want to be on Monday night. I want to be on you know in New Japan. I want to be you know in one of these three letter companies, right? Um, on television, you know, somewhere higher than you are, or even the promotion that you're going to. Mm-hmm. They look at this stuff and will, if you're like, why am I not getting a call up? Why am I not, you know, I, I'm in the system. Why am I getting an invite to the performance center or whatever the case may be? It could be something you said. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it is, uh, we, people are working with us with business a lot, you know, um, on, on several levels, your, your Facebook page is part of your job interview. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I know. It's it's interesting when we're hiring people, we will look at your your social media because mm-hmm. that's you, you, we are hiring you. You are representing our brand. You are hiring yourself to represent your brand. You have to keep that in mind. And I think a lot of people think that they can say things, go back, delete it, and it's gone forever. Yeah. Screenshots live forever. Mm-hmm. Ask anybody who's been in any sort of like social media. And there's a little thing called archive.org out there yep. too. There's all kinds. Of, I mean, it, there's it doesn't delete it, delete it. So just. I, I, a lot of times when I suggest, especially with clients, is if you're not sure, take a breath, think about it, then post it. Mm-hmm. If you still feel good about it or if you feel still feel, because it's sometimes just taking that second. And I mean, there's even been times I've posted things and I'm like, ooh, should I say this? Is this, am I being a jerk if I say this? If you could see my Twitter drafts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So definitely that's one thing. Um, something just very small, I would suggest to wrestlers on your Facebook page, if you have an athlete page. Maybe leave off your date of birth because mm. I look at you, someone, a promoter may look and go, oh, you were born in X year. Hmm. I'm not so sure if. That has happened. And actually, we know people that have mm-hmm. are skewed a little bit older. Don't mm-hmm. look it. Yes. Uh, wait, I can think of several off the top of my head mm-hmm. now. Um, and yeah, then that can be a question mark. Mm-hmm. So you got you want to take off those little those little things that are like kind of say things like you i graduated in this high school in this year no don't put that in there but uh so yeah so that's like kind of facebook um oh something fun is uh i always you want to essentially use the social media platforms that fit your character Mm -hmm. i mean your character might fit and there's a few of the guys that we work with that i would suggest even things like linkedin Mm -hmm. because you can do a company page on linkedin Mm -hmm. like uh for example um lawless yeah. gavel david lawless who is a lawyer in real life and then you know portrays that as the character as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think that would be hilarious to have a linkedin profile because it's such like a corporate thing to have like not even necessarily having to keep it up all the time but yeah. just like going have you seen my linkedin page like that's yes. ridiculous oh that's amazing mm-hmm. so they could, it could be lawless murphy and associates yes like just go all in with it i mean it's like so you can be on these different sites you know you don't have to necessarily pigeonhole yourself to the big three. Oh, you can start doing like lawyer ads oh man it's yeah uh-huh. oh, man. i know <laughs> like there's all these things and and like there's essentially if you become friends with us um there's a lot of points where i will just literally just slide into your dms with uh social media advice <laughs> unsolicited so it's pretty funny but because i would just it, I, it, this is social media to me is such a fun puzzle and mm. trying to fit in and there's so many opportunities for people to be unique in their own ways and i think that's also so super important with social media is you don't necessarily have to stick within your industry for um inspiration mm-hmm. go beyond your industry see what other people are doing that you find interesting what makes them interesting how can you incorporate that into what you're doing and some people we say we talked about the lawyer thing mm-hmm. you can do lawyer things we, we know dr dan 
um, you know, he's doing this kind of the guru thing, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, what are gurus are doing online for things? You can, you can create a fake website. You can do something like that. Um, speaking of websites, mm-hmm. I think we should mention websites are a thing you should still consider these days. Yes. Maybe, that- maybe not quite as vital as being on Facebook socially, mm-hmm. but there's a reason you need a website. Uh, so a couple, I'm going to, we'll call out a couple things that I, I like to see on social media. Jackson Argus just got a website. <sighs> Which oh, I'm looking it up. makes me so happy. Be, um, Jackson Argus is definitely one of my favorite people on social media because of the things, because of his commitment and because of the things he's doing. It, it's just so ridiculous, but it fits his character and it's so good. But he now has a website. So instead of, for example, if I'm trying to push myself and I've got content on Facebook, I've got content on Twitter, I've got content over here on YouTube that I want promoters to see, you just keep that all on your website. It's like a resume. It's literally handing someone a digital resume and saying, here's all the cool things I'm doing on one sheet. Wow. Isn't and, it cool? And it's so nice because as, you know, we 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 literally say this to our clients in, in many spaces. Like, you need to have a .com. You need to have a home base. Because Facebook could go away tomorrow. YouTube could go away tomorrow. Who knows? There's a lot of weird news out there. Mm-hmm. I also love that he has the social media and the reset button is there, which yes. is, is a thing that's going on in IWC right now. But, you know, that, that you know, or, or hey, some of my people I work with, they post everything on Facebook. But this promotion over Ohio maybe post everything on YouTube. So now you can put all those things in there. And it's the stuff you can put your best stuff up front. You can integrate your social media, whatever that is, as you change uh, as well. And wow, this is really great. Good on you, Jackson Argos out there. No matter how much you yell at me when you're here in studio. <laughs> but yeah, I love it. It's it's great. And it's he's even got his t-shirts on there. I mean, you're put, he's pushing his own merch on here. Everything's on here. And it's great. And it's like easy. It's an easy. It, it looks good on the eyes. Like, don't, you know, make sure you're, you're doing something that's pleasing. And it doesn't need a whole lot of maintenance, especially if you integrate it right. And mm-hmm. uh, on that, um, if you're like, well, a website seems really kind of hard to do, go look at squarespace.com. Go look at wordpress.com. And we can talk, well, that's a little bit of money. I mean, a conversation like we just had with Katie Arquette last week, invest in yourself. Yeah. And, and speaking of which, I'm going to, Main event. Main event is another main one. Event. I love their blog. What's their domain again? Aha. What's the main event? Well, it's, uh, it's, I think it's the main event. I know it's got WordPress in it still because they haven't bought the URL, which I'm going to kick them for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you need help connecting that, I'll give, me, give me a call. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. If you have questions about that. It's not the main event. By the way, here's where the... Oh, I don't even want to know where that goes. You want to know where the main event.wordpress.com <laughs> goes to? It is not... Oh, I don't know no. what is happening here. Is not that is definitely not the main event I know. That is not very Liddy. No, well, it's a different kind of Liddy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I'll, so we'll I'll find there. I, I should have uh, marked that one, but I didn't. It's fine. But yeah, so they're they're another one. Uh, they do a blog, mm-hmm. and I like their blogs. And they're doing videos, a lot more videos. This is more of like, um, here's where we're at. They did a great one when they were in uh, New York and New Jersey. Like, here's the thing we're doing. This is kind of and, and, and it's video editing is not as hard as it used to be you can do a lot of this on your phone now. Like mm-hmm. your your phone can be your best friend at this point and you can run essentially your brand, your business from here. I, I will qualify that I will. I uh, I am a, a video professional. Yes. Some of you have seen the cameras in here and see what I use on the shoots. Um, and while I'm not going to shoot an entire, you know, two hour IWC show on it, but there are definitely things while I'm on client shoots with that big $3,000 camera, there are still things that I want to, do on my phone and edit on my phone as a rule 
Um, and especially since all of you guys are working on social media, you're right there. Yeah. It's all right here. It's very neat. Very handy dandy. Mm-hmm. If you have an iPhone, you have zero excuse. Android, you might have to dig a little bit more, but those tools are out there. And don't. Oh, so we're talking about posting across multiple platforms. That's a big oh, thing. We want we were you just talking about this. So there's different ways, and a lot of people will default. Like one of the things you'll you'll talk to people, and you you need to be on Instagram, you need to be on Twitter, you need to be on Facebook, you need to be on YouTube. Then you're like, well, I don't. I want to put different content on there. Who is following you on Twitter? It might not be the same people following you on Facebook or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Keep that in the back of your mind. So don't feel bad about posting the same photo across all the big platforms mm-hmm. or the same video. And maybe immediately, if you're just starting off, mm-hmm. don't worry about being everywhere either. Mm-hmm. Just yet. Think, start start on one. When you feel comfortable, move to the next. But when you get there, you got to think about that cross-posting like we're getting to. And a lot of people, um, if you don't know, Facebook owns Instagram. So when you're in Instagram, a lot of people will just click on that little, uh, I'll post a picture and I'll send it to Facebook, which you can do. And you're going to send it to Twitter. Don't do that. Because what it looks the like... The Twitter part. Yeah, don't do the Twitter part. The Facebook part is fine. Who's, the Tumblr part's fine. Because that'll all turn out very nicely. Who's somebody... Who's a... Who's a... Who's a... Somebody I can pull up that does that a lot. Uh, Lawless. Oh! <laughs> he's going to love us or hate us. I'm not sure which. Um, but he he's an example of on Twitter, he will share his Instagram posts. So it looks like a bunch... A couple words, a bunch of hashtags, and a link to Instagram. There's no actual photo. Cool. And so it's so I have to click on that link to get to the thing. Yeah, that's what it looks it's like. Just a bunch of text. Yeah, education and future lawyers of the world, and then da 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 da. It maybe you'll find that there's a link in here, and you get that nice picture that I actually took of him signing autographs for a, a sweet little girl on, at Springdale's KSWI event. Nobody knows he actually stole that notebook after that. <laughs> yeah, they see that that cow pen topper thing, <laughs> and that is on his desk right, right next now. To the gavel right now. <laughs> But that's so there's a couple different ways that um, to do that, like to essentially like you're like, but I don't want to take the extra time. One of the ways I, I know that this is how I do it, because I, I, and Sorg, you'll explain your way. Mm-hmm. Um, there are multiple there ways, are multiple to, ways do this. to do this, depending on how much commitment find you have the, to this. find the work of one that works for you. So I'm going to post something on Instagram and I type up a nice thing. I post my picture before I post it. I'm going to select all and copy. So, and then I'm going to finish posting on Instagram. Then I'm going to hit Twitter, go into Twitter, and oh gosh, I'll put, attach the pe- photo and hit paste. Ta da! Mm-hmm. And the picture will be there and it's the exact same text. Mm-hmm. And then you do. I do. I, there's a wonderful site that does tons of different things for automation. It's called If This Then That, I F T T T dot com. Just type in if this then that. You will find this website. And what you'll do is you'll sign up for an account here. You'll attach your account. So it, you'll, you'll log into your Twitter account. You'll log into your Instagram account or whatever else you want to use. And it will actually um, generate a script. And you can find these. You find the one that just says, you know, reposting Instagram to Twitter in here. And uh, it will take whenever it notices. And it may not do this right away. I, I, sometimes I'll see it like an hour or two later. So keep that in mind doing this. That's one of the, the caveats about doing it this way. Um, and plus your, your text will be cut off if you go more than, you know, the Twitter's, Twitter's characters and everything. If you had tons of hashtags or something like that, those will get cut off too. Um, but it will actually take that image, um, repost it as a natural, you know, in tweet image with all that text and put that out on your Twitter account without you even thinking about it. Like magic. Like magic. You do that once and you're just like, man. I just have to worry about Instagram and Twitter is covered at least for 
those kinds of images. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want to do some other stuff on Twitter that's a little more native. It can be a whole other discussion. Yeah. Twitter is more of a conversation. Tweets mm-hmm. live for about 20 some minutes because we all have the attention spans of gnats. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Uh, so if you say something and you're like, oh, nobody responded, don't feel bad about posting again later. Keep <laughs> posting. Yeah. It'll people eventually. And then once they start having a conversation with you, then talk back. And then and you may start noticing the kinds of things you talk about that get a conversation. Mm-hmm. Then start doing more of that. Magic. Uh, oh, big thing. We talked about not killing your gimmick. Um, I recently came across a wrestler whose video was very, very creepy. Lots of like, oh, this guy's badass, creepy dude. And I don't think it's one of our local creepy dudes. No. no. He's not a local creepy. Sorry. <laughs> we have local creepy. We have. <laughs> I think we call them spooky wrestlers when we talk to Matt Connor, the Reaper. <laughs> I want to stress the Reaper. Reaper. Um, but, and then so I went over to his Twitter page and the first pinned tweet is a very sweet proposal tweet. And it's like, Ah, it just kind of killed it for me. And um, I'd be excited about your significant other. That's great uh, if it fits your character in a, in a way that fits your character. Because mm-hmm. there were some other tweets looking in the feed. There were other tweets that was like, this makes sense for the character. This makes sense for the character. Right. But like there were certain words. It was like, oh, like, like, so you like you were like, you know, oh, I got you know, just just just, you know, she's my, my greatest wonderful you know beautiful woman mm-hmm. you know said yes or something where you could say you know something more uh, creepy and darker and twisted yeah. version of my, this is my badass lady that yeah I, my badass lady yeah, is, is, my badass. is 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 connected to me by a chain forever or something. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> we're chained together forever that's creepy in my basement um have you yeah have you seen some of the rest yes <laughs> i've <laughs> did you go to freaky fairy <laughs> no i missed out that makes oh, me man. sad it was good but it, it's it's very much just kind of keeping that in mind and mm-hmm. if if you i mean it's cool if you want to put stuff out on your personal page and you're you're like that in real life that's that's awesome but it just like kind of just takes the wind out of my sails when i'm just like oh man and, and i appreciate creepy and weird because creepy and weird and scary is hard like coming from some uh, i work for a professional haunted house it's not you know you think you can just throw stuff out there and it just happens it's it's not you have mm-hmm. to you know there's a lot of storytelling and and you you have to think of yourself as a digital storyteller i think that's one of the other things too is you are telling your character's story online mm-hmm. and what you put out there is going to be what people think of your character so that was the thing that, that happened recently i was like oh <laughs> what else? oh go ahead Go ahead. No, yeah. Um, some things not to do. I uh, don't feel like you have to go on social media and call out WWE, AEW, New Japan wrestlers. Like, look at me. I could take you. You're an idiot. You just look stupid. Unless you're being very, 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 oh, very, yeah. very clever about it. Uh, yes. RJ City. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. He can get away with it. wonderful about it. Every time there is a, you know, there's a rash of like, uh, excited to talk about my exclusive contract with so and so, and then he will turn the phrase with you know, um, you know, excited for my you know exclusive contract with anxiety or or, or, or you know <laughs> or, or, or codependency or something, um, which has returned into merchandise. Like I know there's an NXT anxiety shirt that he just posted on Pro Wrestling Tees. Get that while you still can, because I'm sure there'll be a takedown notice. Uh, but um, but he's good at it. He's amazing. Not everybody can do that. He also, somebody who you know works around media a lot. So I mean, he's he's 
kind of in that frame mm-hmm. as well. But but still, like if you want to look at like somebody that does a very interesting and on point and on character, um, I'd never see RJ City folder. Although I, but again, I think he's one of those good. The character is an extension of himself, so him being him is basically just him being him. <laughs> Um, on those platforms. Uh, yeah, that's one of the conversations I've had with with wrestlers is taking that part of yourself and just turning it up. Mm-hmm. It's there. Just just kind of lean into it and just kind of let that part of your, ah, kick my mic, um, that part of yourself just out there. And don't be afraid to put it out there either. Mm-hmm. Oh, so another one of people doing interesting things on social media. Uh, PB Smooth, Pretty Boy Smooth, um, is on Instagram TV. And he's like one mm-hmm. of the only people that I see on Instagram TV. Yeah. Well, I still battle with what am I doing with Instagram mm-hmm. TV. So it's good to see that somebody is embracing that platform. Because yeah, he uh, does his Monday vibes on there. Um, so he's also doing his own. He's he's going to do 52 weeks of this uh, where he talks about specific topics and um, that are important to him or interesting to him. And so th- I think that's really cool, too, is kind of don't be afraid to like create your own niche like just finding your own thing where you fit what you want to talk about um and that kind of stuff so he yeah he was another one i wanted to make sure i mentioned mm-hmm. and and this is it, it is i think i think this is the same i've seen this on facebook as well but he is doing it doing the format to it it is mm-hmm. a new it, he's he's embracing new platforms which is nice to see and especially if he's the only wrestler that you know on igtv and you're checking out igtv and watching the wwe or AEW or whoever stuff and then he's also the guy that pops up in like you know you a fans feed you're gonna that's now a, a new reason to pay attention to this guy that maybe you didn't before mm-hmm. speaking i'm just gonna go right into this uh merchandise this is something else i kind of want to touch on a little bit is being creative with your merchandise we were just at kswa and uh beast man mm-hmm. came out carrying a weird bone it was foamy and, and not as big and as intimidating and there was i know there was a moment where i was like what's he doing with that and then he ended up giving it away to a kid in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And he was also selling them at his table. And I was like, that's perfect. Because one of his, his gimmick in particular is he comes out, he's, he's a very large caveman. And he has a big bone that, um, unfortunately, the last one died. But he's got a new one, if you were in the, <laughs> the other case. We've gotten to go to a couple KSW I think he shows. might have broken a second one in the <laughs> past month, from what I understand. <laughs> I thought I heard that that happened. But, Whoopsie. Yes. And these are, like, there's, there's pictures of when he was in here threatening Larry on the couch with the bone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, context. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but still... Anyways. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. But like being able to like, I thought that was super cool that he found something connected to his character. Mm-hmm. Um, another one I'm going to go back to to PB is PB has his own lip glo- lip balm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's this pretty boy smooth lip balm. It's tropical flavored. It's very nice. Um, but his gimmick is before he gets in the ring, he's putting it on and he's throwing it in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So it made sense for him as part of his thing to sell this lip balm. Well, as he puts the cap back on. Yes. Because I was filming it one time and I heard from behind me, ew! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do, that's the other thing we'll offer you. You know, if we're friends, we will kind of give you those inside tips to <laughs> cap your lip balm before you throw it in the ground. <laughs> Somebody in the second row didn't appreciate that one. Ew! That was so funny. But yeah, so like finding what works and because everybody's selling t-shirts, which I'm not saying anything against t-shirts because I love wrestler t-shirts and I love the creativity with wrestler t-shirts. But um, main events, another one that's good at this, they always have stickers Mm -hmm. uh, at their table and they have a variety of stickers and stickers. You can get them. For example, we use sticker mule and I I turn a lot of people into sticker mule because sticker mule 
does a lot of discounts. Subscribe to their email list, follow them on social media. You can get 50 stickers with free shipping for $19 pretty regularly. They should be a sponsor. Yeah, I know. Hey, sticker we, meal, we I really, love you. We should, they should be a sponsor to all of our wrestling <laughs> shows. It's like, here's a sticker. Ta-da! Yeah. Another one. Good uh, stuff. And I, even, I can't, it's it's tied in, but even on the back of my laptop is, you know, the, 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 the main event lion, Badger Tribe for Honey Badger. And this is a laptop that I, I take with me all over the country for work. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, it that that is, who knows what that gets on. Um, or you can be creative with it. Uh, it this is not wrestling, but um, actually they're joining us later for a recording for Mayhem Show. Our friends at Thrifty Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's about thrift shopping and they call, you know, they, hence the shirt that they call everybody roaches and, you know, and, and thrifting can get a little dirty, you know. Uh, but they said, you know, they, they, they give out stickers and you can get stickers. They say, Please put it in the dirtiest place you can find and take a picture of it for us. Nice. So, I mean, that is, again, you know, not the, and maybe that works for your character, honestly, some of you out there. But, um, that, that, you know, that's the, something that fits, you know, in that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's cool because, like, I could take this sticker and then here's my water bottle. And then look, I have a PB Smooth water bottle. <laughs> like it turns anything into your promo merch. Yeah, there you go. It's magic. And like I said, these are pretty inexpensive. Um, a lot of times, and this is, goes across the board. This is not just uh, for wrestlers, but events as a whole. Um, people are looking for $1 and $2 items because they want to buy mm-hmm. something to remember the day by. Absolutely. Um, they like to go to things. Like even if you have a one or you know a couple dollar, I know a lot of places do like RWA does programs. Or they want to support you. Yeah. Uh, recently, I was at a show. I had already spent a little bit of money on the promotions T-shirt in LA, mm-hmm. and then I, I met uh, Funny Bone, oh yeah, uh, the wrestler, and I'm just like, I gotta get something. And he was like, Hey, how much are your shirts? And they're like twenty bucks, and I'm like, I have like fifteen. I'm like, Okay, how, how about one of these scarves? You know, it has one of those like pullover things with the skull face mm-hmm. on it, um, which I think it may be more generalized and not exactly a Funny Bone thing, but uh, you know, yeah, it's like you know what? I love this match. I never seen him before. I want to support that wrestler. Yes. And I only have 10 bucks. I mm-hmm. want to at least give you 10 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever the hell you have offered mm-hmm. out there. So, I mean, cause you, um, kids go with a couple bucks oh, and yeah. they like, and, and I've seen it where, you know, they walk up and they've got like, I've got two bucks. What can I buy? Cause they want to get something. Mm-hmm. And even if this isn't particularly branded, like your, your skull mask, you're still going to look at it and go, Oh, I remember I got this because of this in the story. And then it reminds you of that. And, it's, it's nice having those little reminders around. I'm like, mm-hmm. Remember the time that thing was cool and I did a cool thing? <laughs> but it's like there's inexpensive ways to do that. I still have a John, a fabulous John McChesney like beer cozy <laughs> like floating around the studio somewhere. And that is from like 12 years ago when I first met him. That's amazing. But yeah, it's great. And you have all these things. And, and then sometimes it's really fun when the wrestlers go big and you're like, I remember when I bought your this. <laughs> yes, I remember when he had a cooler name than Eric. <laughs> yes <laughs> our buddy oh that's so funny at but least, yeah at least he didn't get the ivar one. Oh, i know poor dude <laughs> that's a that's for a different podcast yeah we'll talk about that another day no i'm not gonna pour dude somebody that's on monday night yeah Ron, no matter if we like his name or not because i'm sure he's liking that check at the end of the month yeah no kidding so, be like that's all right that like, works still tell me whatever him. you want good for him <laughs> good for him but um yeah i think that uh, oh i know there was a couple questions in and I think um, I know Thomas from KSWA. Um, Tom wanted us to mention the, putting the dates and times of your events. Oh yes, on your your 
your your photo, you know, if you're, you're putting it out there, if you're putting your poster out there for your upcoming event, put the dates and times. It sounds so silly. I think you've probably seen this. I, I know a lot of people do this too, where they'll put a picture and they'll be like, here's where I'll be. Mm-hmm. And they'll say, you know, the, even if it's just the letters of the company and the name of the company and the dates, mm-hmm. and then like you can follow on beyond that. And of course, you'll be posting other stuff. But it's cool because, you know, if I follow Lady Frost is somebody who does this. Mm-hmm. And if I follow Lady Frost, I'm a fan of Lady Frost. And, you know, maybe she doesn't come to uh, 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 middle of Indiana too often. And I see like, oh, that promotion. I know that promotion. That's like, that's some place I can go to, right? Mm-hmm. And you just see that on there and you can plan for that and be like, I got to make sure I go and see her if she's, you know, that somebody that you're going to seek out as a fan, you know, and that, that, that helps a lot. And also it makes you look busy. Yeah. You know, hey, look at the, look, I'm, I'm wrestling all these places in the next month, right? Uh, it's, it, it gives that perception and, and it's that, you know, no matter what the situation is, um, no matter, you know, what you're doing to make the wrestling thing work, it makes you look like, hey, they're doing this every weekend. These these people are for real. That makes it look good for for fans. It makes it look good for other promoters, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and just, just helps that perception a lot. No, that's awesome. And like when you're, this is just more of a marketing tip versus specific to um, just wrestling, is taking the time to put that information in your post. Like put the the quick points on there, the the who, the what, the where, the when, uh, the how much. If you can get that information in the post so that you don't have to sit there and scan the poster for five minutes going, where's this place at? Because there's a lot of a lot of promotions will just put city and it might not be a city oh. you've heard of. So it might be like a city right across the border in Ohio, but I have no idea. I have... Um... I as I travel, mm-hmm. I, I'm looking for indie shows, and Tennessee was really bad with this because I'd see a poster, and they'll say such and such community center in da 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 Ohio uh, da 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 Texas or I'm sorry Tennessee, and I'm just like, all right, I guess I need to do some homework here and mm-hmm. figure out if I'm going to the right place, you know. And you got to make that as easy as possible. Everything down to a zip code. Literally, if you don't put a zip code in for the address for our studio here, you end up across town. <laughs> And who knows what wrestling fans that don't know an area because you're in Indiana and Lady Frost is coming within a half hour, hour of your town. It's maybe a town you usually don't go to, you know, and whatever weird venue indie wrestling ends up. So exactly. And it's I mean, think of think of yourself as a consumer when you go to do something. How annoying is it that you have to take an additional step? Like we all feel that way about certain things like, oh, man, I have to Google. I have to get in Google Maps. Where is this place? It's annoying. So don't make it easier on your fans and make it easier on, you know, people trying to find you and book you. We have a little bit of, I finally caught up with the chat here. Um, we have a few people out there right now. Um, <laughs> a pop for the Justin Kanaki reference and uh, Toddy's in the chat room and just noticed the shirt. Uh, some indie, our awesome cast friends are very confused right now. So, so. Uh, partner is saying much anger with Instagram and Twitter for the integration not being great. That was a decision. It used to work. It used to work. They made the decision. I believe it's Twitter's decision to make that not work. Um, and uh, uh, people are just kind of checking in. Thanks a lot, guys. Hi. So hi, friends. But uh, yeah, it's 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 very annoying when, especially, and then the some of the issues, with, especially with like Facebook changing and a lot of the things that Facebook's been doing. Eep. And there will be a lot of changes with Facebook. There is mm-hmm. a lot of coming from like the marketing side of things, you are going to see a bunch of changes with Facebook coming mm-hmm. up here very soon. Groups are going to become very important. Events are very important. 
Um, look for the next thing. Um, the, mm-hmm. We we come we kind of come from an era back in our day. Yes, you know you were talking about early days of of the Phoenix Suns in in social media. Like we we kind of saw everything rise in early days of PodCamper or whatever our ventures were at the time, right? Um, and uh, it was kind of a okay. I don't know if I'm going to be on this platform in six months because there are so many new platforms, and we've kind of settled into Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Like, remember when everybody's trying to make Google Plus work, and now that's like on some. I don't mean to poke at some people, but it's on some people's banners, and they're not going to make a new banner just because Google Plus isn't a thing anymore, right? Um, but still, it, it, it's. Uh, uh, I've been, Katie. We've been having this discussion. Uh, I know in our one Slack channel, I was like, "Why do? How do I TikTok? Why do I TikTok?" Also, kind of, we had the same discussion about Snapchat too. Uh, but, but. Uh, <laughs> But the main event are using um, the clips and gifts that we've been making from the shows and making really interesting TikTok videos mm-hmm. that I've seen on other platforms. Mm-hmm. But again, that uses the core what TikTok is for is this kind of video audio remixing kind of thing culture, and they're completely applying to it. And they're they're kind of a they're kind of a persona that I think fits for that versus me. What, like, what am I going to do for my you know visual for it as a sword <laughs> so. i want to see you in a tiktok video i'm not gonna sing okay i'm not gonna Ooh. sing those days are by me <laughs> but uh, yeah so i think a lot of that i don't know it's it's, it's like what's next what's mm. and like we say it's like you, these platforms aren't going to be around forever so mm-hmm. finding out like what's the new thing pay attention mm-hmm. i mean if you have somebody who's like really cool and hip to the social media and what's coming out and what's next um keep an eye on their stuff Maybe follow them on mm-hmm. social, you know, somewhere on social. But also, media. and look at what the big guys are doing too. Look mm-hmm. at WWE talent. Look at AEW talent. Look at Impact Wrestling talent. You know, those guys got there for a reason, and the social media uh, has to be at least one ingredient in most cases for that. Um, so you know, see who's doing anything interesting and in, in people you can relate to, and make things your own, of course, too. Oh yeah. I think and like this is, goes back to like the, the go outside your industry, see what other mm-hmm. people are doing and see what you like that they're doing and then seeing if you can apply it to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Magic. Awesome. Hey, final tips going out there? Uh, don't be a butt. Uh, <laughs> that's always yeah. my biggest thing is, is just don't be a butt. On don't be a media. butt on social media. No one likes that. You don't like that. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is like if it annoys you, don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, just take that like, oh, I hate when people do this. I'm going to do this on social media. Don't do that. <laughs> drives me bonkers yes uh keep it consistent keep yes. it keep it you know think about how what i don't want to say like your gimmick i don't want to say like a per, separate gimmick or personal and whatever mm-hmm. i just want to say think about how it looks mm-hmm. to the outsider right is it on um, brand yes and remember you are a business you are a, a brand you are a persona and you know um in in you're not going to see Scarehouse or Microsoft or IBM talk about their car breaking down and woe is me. Yeah. Right. That so you you need to think on a different level than just I'm a person on Facebook. You mm-hmm. can have you you dot whatever and you know do that there, but and you know maybe we'll figure out this person's this person and and this happens over here. But, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, just be you, consistent. Figure out your voice. Figure yes. out who you are. Be authentic. I think that's another thing, too, is, like, don't force things. You're already figuring this out yeah. for who you are in front of the camera, in front of people. Mm-hmm. And that translates. Ta-da! So right across there. there Easy peasy. Awesome. 
Well, this was great. And of course, I'm sure, you know, there's kind of a general outline of things that you have said to, you know, people have uh, taken some advice, some have it, some <laughs> are still trying to figure it out. Um, and things that we've seen over, I mean, these are conversations we have all the time, you know, over the car rides to shows that we're working with and, and everything. So um, if anybody has, <laughs> if anybody, <laughs> I'm trying to think, I, I, my phrasing almost got weird there. I was going to say, if anybody wants to slide into your DMs about social media specifically, yes. <laughs> okay, that's safe, I feel. Yes, uh, yes. Where can people do that safely? Oh gosh, I'm all over the place. Um, so I'm I'm Katie Dudas on Facebook. Um, I'm yeah, I'm a different name. I'm everywhere. Um, yes. I'm Kate Marie PGH on Instagram. I do not fall. I'm the worst for following. So let's the talk rule. about your branding. Oh, my branding is <laughs> awful, and um, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's another thing I, we probably should have mentioned is being consistent with your name across social media platforms so people can find you. Mm-hmm. And um, oh, just the, the funder real quick thing about Twitter is. The, it starts the search from the first few letters of your name. So if your name is, um, oh gosh, who's a good example? Uh, Scarehouse was a good example of this. We were the Scarehouse on Twitter for a long oh. time. And then we switched over to Scarehouse PGH because you're not typing in the to look for us. You're typing in Scare, S-C-A. And we weren't coming up because yeah. it searches for those first few letters. Yeah. There, another hot tip. There you go. Or yes, yeah, so the Kate Marie PGH or I'm K Dutters on Twitter. If somebody has your name already and is not doing anything with it, go go ask Twitter about doing something mm-hmm. about it. Sometimes they'll do something. Uh, we have so, several friends with the in front of our name because you know there the, RC Dupree. There is another RC Dupree that's not doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. So please, you know, the Shirley Doe I think is another case as, as as well. But I think he just doesn't care. It's pretty far in the game. He's just like screw it. Yeah, uh, and I, that's fine. Shirley Doe is a whole other thing, <laughs> yeah. and he Shirley does this does. work too. So yeah, he gets it. Um, in the deep dark dungeons of the grindhouse <clears throat> just bring that back around yes uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyways, on brand. stay on brand creepy creepy all right uh and of course you know we work with the stuff as well uh katie with us over here at sidekick media services and mm-hmm. everything too um i've had great conversations with a lot of you guys about kind of interesting ways to use video gifts um and and how that applies and how we work together with people um on what we do on the indie wrestling.us partners. So, um, always, I have great, a lot of great conversations with you guys at shows in the, in the Facebook messages as well in, in studio here. Um, uh, please reach out. And, uh, so this is, this is more for the wrestlers, but also just the general social media. And I'm curious, you know, a lot of wrestling fans listen to what do you like? Don't like, please let us know in the comments, uh, wherever you are finding this show or mm-hmm. even uh, just over on the mayhem show in us indie wrestling, uh, Twitter, there's another one. I'm not good with the Twitter brand on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see about fixing that too. So, um, but uh, and alas, I'll just leave you with this last note from BC Steel. If I can bring the chat up, yes. In this, oh no, do you have it? Yep. I'm sorry. All right, this is BC Steel's, which I think he stole from Joe Dombrowski. So I'm gonna throw that out there. Is nobody wants to pay to see the guy who hates his job and is down on his luck romantically? That's right. Mm-hmm. Unless you're all about that 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 character. But um, but anyways, but uh, you say not BC Steel. <laughs> BC Steel is the most basic human on earth, and he, uh, he embraces that. There you go, <laughs> there you go. So hope that helps out. Also, as a uh, uh, kind of um, um, additional listening, uh, Joe Dombrowski, uh, I believe we had a conversation with him, talked a little bit about some of these things uh, on a previous Indie Mayhem show for the, the, the latest one with his name on it. And uh, we had him as a guest in the fall on Wrestling Mayhem Show, where he just went to town on people that are not consistent with their character and just destroying storylines on Twitter. 
So he kind of had a little bit of a rant on one of the episodes. So go seek that out as well. It's in the archives. Uh, maybe we'll throw some links in this uh, uh, so you can check those out. Thank you, Katie. Go uh, go follow Scarehouse of what's going on there. There's yep. laser tag. Yeah, we got laser tag. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, for more along this line of uh, discussions, you can also check out one of our um, uh, network prom- uh, uh, podcasts here. Awesome cast. We talk about technology and social media a lot. And there's probably going to be Pornhub in recent episodes by the time you listen to this, too, because that just seems to happen with the pairing of guests that we have lined up this week. But uh, looking forward to that. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you guys next time. Until, until then, please support Indie Wrestling. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.